Nest. I'm your host. The things that I always fail to say is who I am, what my name is, because some people may not even know who I am, which is pretty crazy. Um, so, you know, I apologize, but uh, <clears throat> my name is Daniel. If you don't know me, some also calls me or knows me as SP. If you follow my my entertainment background. So, uh, yeah, those platforms that I'm a, that I'm SP, I uh, promote myself. I promote the show on those things. So my name is Daniel, a.k.a. SP. Call me whatever you want. You could call me Dingleberry if you want. That would be kind of weird, though. So, yep, welcome back to the Fans Nest, uh, where you could you could watch live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Most of the time, 9 p.m. Uh, YouTube.com slash at the Fans Nest with a PH. And again, if I have to tell you that it's PH, I have no idea how you got here in the first place. Um, and then again, if you probably clicked on the link, kind of think about it third week in a row i'm saying that um episode seven january 17th 2024 that's today if you want to join in on the conversation you could do that live uh go just go to the youtube and you could uh go into the chat the live chat and talk to me tell me how you're feeling i'll put you on the screen i'll put your name on the screen and uh People get to see your comments if I want to put your comments up there. I promise I'm not that bad. <laughs> um, in the future, or actually not in the future, but as of uh, right now, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to find, and I've, I've mentioned this in the past, I'm trying to find co-hosts. You know, not not one co-host to join me every week. I'm trying to find a co-host that could uh, that could get on the show with me. You know, uh, a co-host next next week, and then a new one, then the following week, a new one following week. Basically, someone that could just pop up uh, for a show or occasionally. Um, I'm trying to find a few, quite a few. If I get one one uh, guest co-host uh, per week, one new one per week, that'd be great. You know, it, it, it'd be kind of fun to do that, you know, just hear, hear uh, someone else's uh, perspective and opinion on things besides mine. You know, that'd be awesome. Um, as well as I'm still trying to figure out, and I haven't had the time in the last seven days to figure out how to take live phone calls. I do have a way to do it with the current software I have right now, um, but I don't think it's uh, user-friendly. I don't know. But would be nice to actually take live phone calls. Um, I mean, I do have a way to do it, but it'd be kind of annoying if I can't really figure it out. <laughs> um, anyway, future show. So there's also future show segments that I'm going to try to do. I tried to explain it the best I could last week, but it was not really. I don't think my message was clear. Um, so what I'm trying to do, because I know that, you know, the football season is coming, uh, coming to an end, um, our season as Eagles fans came to an end, uh, get to that. And then, you know, there's, there's going to be very little to talk about, um, you know, during the off season, can't really talk about a game. 
could talk about other stuff, but you know, I want to add some more segments to this. So what I'm trying to do is find uh, uh, certain local companies, you know, in, in the Philadelphia region, uh, you know, places like you know, food, food places, beer places, um, anything that's small business owned, local. Um, and, you know, have them featured here, you know, one of those cross, cross, uh, I don't know, what do you call it? Cross promotion, something like that. Like, Hey, can I put you, put you on the show, put your stuff on the show while, while you promote me, you know, that'd be, that'd be kind of nice. I'm thinking out loud here. Don't know if it's a good thing, but you know, that's my idea. <laughs> I, th- I think it would be cool. It'd be cool to have that. Like, Hey, you got the best donuts. You know, I'm talking about you, yum, yum in Quaker town. Mm hmm. Got some good donuts over there. Maybe I should tag them with this. Tag them on this uh, episode. Get them to be like, hey, this little podcast that gets very little watches right now is uh, calling us out. Not calling us out. Talking about us. Whatever. Um, but that's that's pretty much what I'm trying to do uh, in future segments. Trying to add to trying to add to the show. Especially because there isn't going to there's there's going to be very little to talk about with the Eagles on the off season, um, and I just think it'd be good to 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 bring something local to the show. Um, what else did I want to talk about? My mind's a little my line, my mind's a little uh, fuzzy. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> We've been getting too much snow. I hate the snow. I hate the winter. It's good for football, though. You know, if you caught the, if you caught that Bills game, I mean, you couldn't even tell during the Bills game except for like touchdowns. Every time the Bills scored, the, the fans were throwing snow in the sky. It, it was kind of cool to see that. Um, but you know, prior to the game, there, uh, the, the Bills were asking fans to clean clean up the. The, the seating, the benches for them, so so they could do the game, and you know fans are doing it. I believe what I heard it was twenty bucks an hour for the fans to to come in and do that. I don't know how much time they put into doing that, but you know, go for the fans. They that that brings a whole community together. Um, but I hate the snow. <laughs> I, I I I I hate it. Um, the Kansas City game too, man. That was below below zero. I, I don't remember what the temperature was, but if y'all saw Andy Reid's mustache, that thing was just frozen. Like like he had like some 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 uh, some snot just probably coming. I don't mean it to be disgusting. Maybe I am. Uh, just coming down his nose and just freezing his mustache right there. Just it just looked. It was insane. And then Pat Mahomes' helmet. <laughs> Developed a hole in it after getting a hit. That <laughs> I've never seen something like that before. I'm like Donovan, look, Pat's helmet is, is has a hole in it. I've never seen that before. Um, yeah, that was a. Uh, those are two. Well, I didn't really catch much of the Bills game, but uh, the 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 Chiefs. <laughs> that, that game was was kind of fun to watch <laughs> with the whole idea of of how uh, 
how cold it was over there. And I'm just like looking at them, you know, looking at a uh, Travis Kelsey, you know, he, he's one that doesn't wear, he doesn't wear any, anything covering his arms. And I'm like, how are you playing like that? But whatever he's used to it. Um, Oh, you know what? As I'm looking behind me and, um, I mentioned, uh, about two shows ago when I changed up how, how it looks in here. Now I, I, I moved the camera back a little further just so you could see a little bit more of what, you know, what's behind me. My, my big Eagles chain, um, I stopped wearing that, (laughs) um, the Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl banner behind me. Um, it's still, even though we lost that game, it's still, you know, uh, it's still there. It's it's still pride. Oh, we still made the Super Bowl where every team, every team tries to make it there. And getting there is the hard part. Staying in the playoffs, <laughs> that's the hard part. Um, But, you know, I, I wanted to show like a little bit more of what I got back. Uh, behind me, I still have a lot, you know, some some more stuff here. Like the Eagles chain I have right there, it's actually hanging on the Super Bowl banner. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway, moving on. Before I get into everything else, of course, I have to bust out with the beer of the week. Last week I had. Um, oh man, what was it called? Normally, I always remember the beer that I had. Philly Fan Zone. <laughs> like, what was the name of that? So I had the Philly Fan Zone beer. Very good, actually. Um, I know what I said on the on the show. My first ex- my first experience of you know my first taste test of it. Um, I said uh, said uh, it's good but it's not going to be it's not my go to i feel like i contradicted myself when i said that this is a good beer it's a good beer it's one of my favorites but it's not going to be my go to that uh, that kind of made no sense to me <laughs> after i re-listened to myself and uh i was like i sound dumb saying that so yeah i mean maybe i would go back to it because obviously it's it that is one of my favorite flavors is is like this like a citrus sweet uh a citrus sweet flavor of an IPA and that can like man that I love the whole where's Waldo design that's on that can I can't believe I didn't post that yet I haven't posted any of these pictures of the cans yet I'm failing man I'm failing Anyway, so today I actually picked up today what I mentioned, kind of mentioned last week. Last week I said, oh, I saw this one, but I got this one instead. Well, this week I picked up the other one that I saw last week. Let me take out my mug. Nice cold mug, fresh from the freezer. This week's beer. It's from Broken Goblet Brewing. 
and it's they really really show that on on the can you can see that they make that they make sure that you know and i promise i do not bring beer to work with me this is my work bag <laughs> this beer it caught my eye because it was it was behind like someone was hiding it it was behind the uh the philly fan zone beer it was there last week and then it was still there i'm like you know i'm gonna grab this one so i'm reading it this one is called by broken goblet it's called no one likes us we don't care unfiltered ipa brewed with mutual respect honestly I didn't know that there was something called unfiltered IPA. That's a new one to me. So before I get into the detail of the can, I really just want to taste it. <laughs> I really do. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's something that actually describes the flavor before I get into it so I could compare with what they say to what I'm tasting. The labeling is pretty thick. Uh, yeah, so this one is definitely local. Brewed and canned at Yards Brewing. I know about Yards. Uh, Broken Goblet Brewing from Philly. So it's definitely local, unlike the other one that I had. Uh, uh, was it the Philly Fan Zone? That yeah, I think it was Philly Fan Zone. That was not from here. I think that one was brewed in New York. Anyway, let's open it up. Let's do the pour because I know some of you watch how I pour and judge me, but I don't care. <laughs> no one likes us. I mean. These really don't, IPAs really don't get that much head on there. All right. Definitely, uh, I guess unfiltered is basically hazy. It definitely looks like a, a hazy IPA. Has the orange, the orange uh, look to it. It smells like last week's. It smells like my favorite type of IPA. Give me that citrus flavor. <laughs> and let's taste it. Definitely resembles, definitely resembles last week's. That that classic IPA flavor has a nice. It, it's kind of rich. It's like a rich IPA. I guess that's the difference when they say it's unfiltered. It has a thicker, rich flavor to it. And I'm not saying it's like super strong compared to other IPAs. Um, let's see, six point seven alcohol by volume. I like it. Yep. 
It's definitely one of my favorite flavors, just like last week's. I love IPAs like this. So on the design of the can, so on the on the side where I said, oh, you, you can see where it says Broken Goblet Brew, and it's very, it's very much on there. It's like this giant green strip on the side of it. It's like, hey, this is who we are. I like that. Brewing, brewing companies need to do that more often. Tell us, show who you are. Tell us who you are so we know where the beer came from. Um, and on, on the side next to that, it says, no one likes us. We don't care about the front of it. It's kind of like a like a shield on the top middle. It says broken goblet. It has the, the the name of it again? No one likes us. We don't care. It has their little the little goblet looking uh, logo on there. And uh, and then it says unfiltered India Pale Ale. And then it has this glass design. If you're watching, you can't really see it too much on uh, on the camera. Maybe you can, but you know those colored, uh, I forgot what they're called, those colored windows or the colored glass. You'd mostly see this, see this in churches where they have the multicolored glass, stained glass. Um, so it has a, has a Kelly Green uh, Eagles jersey with the number 20 on it, so I can't really specifically tell you who it is but we could only guess um i like that they used uh, kelly green on this one and then on the left side of this design and the right side i'm talking about this is all in the glass the color stained glass um on the left and the right side are well left side's two uh you remember the uh the underdog masks on the left side is two of them and on the right side is two of them so this is definitely like a like a uh, 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 like a, I don't know how to call it, like a dedication to our Super Bowl year. That's what it kind of reminds me of is that year specifically. You know the you know the name. No one likes us. We don't care with the underdog masks. I don't know what the. Kelly green is all about maybe because it's favorite color, obviously our, our favorite Eagles color. Um, and why they chose uh specifically, uh, number 20. I don't know, but on the bright side, the bottom of the can says 11, 11. <laughs> That's irrelevant. But I like this beer. Good IPA. Goes down easy. And I'll drink more of it. That's the good news. Gotta drink more of it. <laughs> um, There was something else I wanted to add to that. I don't remember what it was. But, uh. Moving on. Moving on. I don't know if I want to move on. I don't know if I, were, if I really want to move on. I, okay, so... 
usually I have something in the in, in front of me besides just my laptop. Like uh, two weeks ago, I had the FFCL stuff. Um, I mean, last week I had a uh, I had the uh, the Super Bowl ring. I had the Super Bowl champions wine bottle. I chose not to put anything in front of me this week. <laughs> I really don't have. Uh, I don't have a reason. Obviously, uh, this was a very disappointing week. Not a fan of it. Not a fan. Um, so here we are. We were eleven and sixteen going against a nine and eight bucks, and. Everything that, in my opinion, that could go wrong in this game went wrong. Just about everything. And I, I couldn't, again, just like the, the Giants game, I couldn't come up with a score. I, I, I couldn't predict a score. And I, sadly, you know, I, I didn't care about the Giants game. I, I really didn't. I'm like, whatever happens, happens. I went in. I, I sadly, I went into this Bucks game feeling almost the same way. That's not good. That's not good going into a playoff game. But you know, we were we were ten and one at one point in the season, and <laughs> by the end of the season, eleven and six. Like that's not good. Like, how are we going to gain five losses? Five losses in a month. It's just something you don't do. You don't do that. Like, you know, there was no confidence. You know, watching the game, everyone, I don't, I don't remember everybody that was, that was, uh, that was on the pregame. Every one of them chose the Bucks to win. No one chose the Eagles. I guarantee if the Eagles won at least, I don't know, four of their last six or four of their last five, it would have been a whole different story. I mean, shit, at least win three of the last five games. Like, just saying, like, it would have been a whole much... Whole, whole different outcome because uh you still would you still would have looked like a strong not not really a strong team because you know all season's been a struggle even the wins all the wins was like struggling wins which was a sign of something was about to go down we all saw we all saw it coming we're like oh it's a win a wins a win nah man no, that's not, that's not, that's not, no, that's not cool. I think I said one time before this, uh, before I started this podcast, I said, uh, I said, that this is going to catch up to them. Like one day this, they're just going to collapse. Like this is going to like, when it counts the most, it's not going to work for them. And going into this Bucks game, no one chose them. Um, all the real, all the, I don't know what to call them. Real, realists, realists. <laughs> um, 
you know, there was no confidence. You know, the whole city was like, whatever. What I heard was that there was no, uh, there barely was any Eagles fans that bought tickets like normal to go to this game. That shows the lack of confidence in where this team was going. It's like we were just still in the playoffs. If, if uh, these last, if those last five games counted, like, oh, if we need to win these these games to go to the playoffs, guess what? Never, never would have went. Should we should just like the just like the damn Cowboys, we had no business being in the playoffs. I think it's the Cowboys. I was thinking about. I mean, yeah, whatever. They don't deserve anything anyway. A part of me wanted to say that they deserve, they deserved more of a, more of a win than we did in the wild card game. I only, I, I obviously, I, I can't stand Dallas, but uh, they played more solid than we did in December. Pretty bad, right? It's pretty bad. They, they, they did. I mean, they started collapsing too, as always. You know, yeah, they were spanked though. Oh, I know we oh, we all love that one. Man, I forgot to get the final score for that one. But Donovan was like, Dallas sucks. He's looking at the score in the, in the third quarter. And he's like, Dallas sucks. I'm like, that's my boy. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Um <clears throat> don't mind me. I'm I I I'm a little nasally from being outside in the freezing cold all day for work. I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. It's just you know that whole shock thing being out there and then coming into the nice warm living room. It's just you know I'm not sick. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about this Bucks game. Um, I wanted to go over some key things that I put down during, you know, the whole, uh, some highlights for this game. Some of them I'm going to talk about, some of them I don't. Um, coin, coin toss. And this was kind of a disappointment for me. Eagles win the coin toss. And again, they defer. They kick the ball. I started hating that because I'm like, I want you guys to get the ball first so you guys could score first. Try to score first. That is important. That was important to me. I'm like, please just get the ball first and try to score first. So that way, if you're up 7 nothing, at least you got something right now. You got something. You know, the other team gets a touchdown or a field goal. You're, you're still either tied or you're up by uh, your... Uh, or you're up by a score. I looked at that as an opportunity, and trust me, I never used to be that type of that type of. Uh, I never had that mentality where it's like, uh, get the ball first. For years, I've been all about punting first to get the ball in the second half. But like, because things have not been working for the Eagles. My whole thing was get the ball first so you could score first. Get the points first. 
that could change the whole game instead of trying to catch up in the second because you're not you don't know what's going to happen in the second because our defense just <laughs> you don't know how much we're going to be losing by the second so trying to get you know getting the getting you know the defense ain't going to do a damn thing all game even that first drive most of the time we're going to be losing like three nothing or seven nothing that first drive we don't want that right we don't i don't i know i don't i don't you don't so i never under, like this season alone i don't understand why defer um and i was listening to the new height podcast this morning and jay and jason said something about uh how uh uh, what was he talking about with with that whole thing? He, he said something about um, it just makes sense to defer. Uh, he's like, oh, don't don't most teams do that now? <laughs> I'm listening to him. I'm like, really? Is that what you're thinking? I, I'm not. No, trust me, I'm not throwing shade at Jason. I'm not talking talking shit on him. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, he brought it up. And that's his mentality straight up is oh like oh yeah it just makes sense to defer but i'm sitting here like it doesn't make sense to me because right now it, the way the team is playing i think what they should do is get the ball first try to score first try to get ahead first try to show that you're you're a dominating team even though yeah we know uh they really weren't um so what does that lead to? The Eagles punt and the Bucks move down the field yet again on our defense and the Bucks get a uh, get a field goal. So the Bucks are up 3 nothing. Yeah. That's why I would prefer them not you know, the Eagles not to punt the ball first. Um, you know, the Eagles get the ball and going into this game. I think I even said this last week. I said, um, going into this game, Todd Bowles is going to blitz. That's his thing. He he blitzes all the time. Guess what? The Bucks are blitzing. The pressure is on. They're damn near always getting to Jalen. Eagles couldn't do anything. They did nothing. The Bucks ended up getting the ball back. And <laughs> again, they moved down the field. Um Baker Mayfield, he he threw the ball to uh, to, to to Moore and he threw it. Uh, where he more caught it at the. Uh, he caught it at the thirty-six yard line. Easily ran around and passed everyone on our defense to the to get a touchdown. Easily, there was no stop. Like it looked like he just walked around everybody. And now the Bucks were up ten nothing. It just it just makes sense. <laughs> it's like what is the defense doing? 
I mean, I'm not saying that this could have been a score, uh, but, uh, you know, what if the Eagles had the ball first? Maybe the score would have been 7-7, seven to 7-3. Seven, seven to three? We don't know. Because they chose to fucking receive, uh, kick the ball first. We don't know. Um, so that happens. The score is 10 nothing, And then we move on to the second quarter. Uh, Eagles often still not doing anything, you know, moving the ball here and there. But who's getting more yards? Again, the Bucks. Bucks get a 54-yard field goal in, uh, in the beginning of the second quarter. The score now is 13 nothing. Like, you know, defense is not doing anything. Um, not even our offense. Our offense isn't doing anything. You know, 13 nothing. Finally, I believe it's the next drive. Jalen passes this, passes the ball to, uh, to, to Devontae Smith. And they finally get into the Bucks territory for the first time all game in the second quarter. That is awful. Like why? Why? I don't I don't get it. Um, but eventually, you know, after that pass, it sets up uh, Jake Elliott for a field goal. You know, they couldn't get any further, so Jake Elliott gets a field goal. The score is now. Uh, thirteen to three, um, and then the Bucks get a, get the ball back. They get a field goal. Now it's sixteen to three. <laughs> it, you know, it's 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 just looking. It's still looking horrible. The offense cannot move the ball. Uh, the defense is uh still letting plays pass them. Um, and then uh, Eagles get the ball back. And Julio Jones, he makes a he makes a good catch, you know, not that far. But then he he gets hit twice. He gets hit twice. He gets he's down. He's down and out. This man is is out for the game. Concussion protocol. He's basically out. I, I believe he was. This man was walking to the wrong sideline. He was so out of it. <sighs> the good news is. Jalen bombs it to Devontae Smith. Smith is down at the five, and that sets up a Dallas Goddard touchdown. Finally a touchdown. Finally. And then what makes things even worse, I feel like I'm complaining. I am complaining. What am I talking about? After that touchdown, you know, Elliot kicks the extra point. Bucks is offsides. And it's funny because, you know, I was watching this game with Laura. Shout out to the girlfriend. Um, I was watching the game with her. And I, I, I said to her, I'm like, I'm like, watch, they're going to go for it. They're going to go for two. No, no. Oh, they're going for the extra point. Okay. Okay. I believe it was this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it, yeah. Yeah. It was this one. Like, all right, they're going to go for the extra, extra point. Okay. Cool. The penalty happens offsides. And then I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Yep. They're going for two. 
Like, no, don't go for the guaranteed points. But nope. Um, they go for two. They do the tush push, brotherly shove, and they fail it. Score is 16 to nine. Nine. It's basically three field goals. Now, the, the thing I don't like about what happened to this is at the end, um, just as the ref is blowing the whistle uh, to, to end the and the play. Um, I don't. I don't remember who did it, but we see Jalen's mask, face mask, was being grabbed, and he was being dragged backwards with his mask. That play was never called. I mean, would that have um, changed anything with the outcome of this game? No, but it's just the principle of the thing is. You know, that was a clear face mask that we all saw. We didn't have to, like, zoom in, uh, watch this on instant replay in slow motion to see it happen. Uh, you know, we, we saw it happen. It was it was right there, you know, face mask. I'm like, what? He's grabbing his mask. Look at that. Well, they didn't call a penalty. All right, stupid. But, you know, it didn't, it didn't change the outcome. It was not going to change the outcome of the game. Of the game. They probably would have just been stuck at 11 points. <laughs> That's it. Um now the positive the only positive of this whole game was towards the end of the uh the 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 sec the, the first half we saw the the defense was starting to they looked like they were starting to get better. It's like, oh, they're, they're starting to stop plays, almost an interception, a sack. I'm like, oh, this is looking good. Third quarter happened, same thing. Like, they were stopped. They're finally stopping plays. They they sacked they sacked Baker two or three times. Um, they started, they finally started making the Bucks punt the ball for the first time all game. What was our Eagles offense doing? Nothing. They did not take advantage of this at all. Which was terrible. I'm talking... Eh, it's just terrible. And then... Hurts had a safety. Which looked... He, he, he tried to throw it away. Um, he, he, he kept on... He held onto the ball way too long... He he drops back into the end zone. You guys were already backed up. Drops back into the end zone, and then what happens? He's he just chucks it anywhere as he's already going down. And it's like, no, no. If you knew that, if you were already back there, and you see the pressure coming, toss the ball somewhere. Toss the ball somewhere. I get it. You know, you don't want to throw it into coverage. I get it. But at least throw it. Pass somebody, pass somebody over their head, at least in somebody's direction. It, it, it doesn't matter. Try to get rid of it. So yeah, that sets up a safety. Eighteen nine bucks. It doesn't stop there. Eighteen nine bucks. Bucks have you know eventually bucks get the ball back. Uh, Trey uh, Baker throws a pass to Trey Palmer. Trey Palmer gets a 56-yard touchdown. 56 yards. Now we're looking at 25 to 9. 
Eagles ain't coming back. Nah. As much as I really, I, at that time in my heart, I'm just like, come on, guys, please, please step it up. Please get something. You guys got to snap out of it now. Like, please. Didn't happen. This game was over like a long time ago. And guess what? The Bucks was not even done there. Baker was just about to get sacked again. And he lofts it up to Chris Godwin right into the end zone for an easy, easy touchdown. Like, I'm talking about Godwin turned around uh, right at the line in the end zone and just caught it. 32 to 9. 32 to 9 was the final score. Oh. That was bad. I mean, not as, I, honestly, not as bad as the Cowboys lost. I mean, I say that because the Cowboys were destroyed and they finally decided to wake up when it didn't matter anymore. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys did score more touchdowns in their awful loss than the Eagles did. But it didn't matter anymore because they were already gone. They are done. They stepped it up when it was just over already. Eagles, I'm pretty sure they when they knew it was over, it was just like whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that happened. Eagles lost the, the wild card game. I saw it happening. I saw it coming. Everyone asked me, like, oh, what's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Everyone that asked me, like, what do you think? I'm like, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. I had zero confidence. I'm one of those fans that had zero confidence. I don't care what what you were uh, going to say to me, what you were, what anybody was going to say to me. But this, but that, no, no. I just knew. I just knew that was going to be the outcome. There was, like, nothing positive to say about this. Listen. Uh, Chris Johnson or Ocho Cinco, you know, I got respect for him. Like he said, maybe the Eagles are playing possum. Like maybe, uh, you know, they, they're like, well, whatever. It just didn't make sense to what he said. Like, nah, they had, they had opportunities. They had opportunities for, for, for good seed placement. And they, they blew it all. Like why, why blow all these, blow all these games? You know, ruining playoff spots. It, you know, just didn't make any sense to what he said. Playing possum and then wake up, wake up when the playoffs come in. No. So, so this sets up, and of course, you know all the all the talks start happening after the loss. Media is talking. Radio hosts are talking. Podcasts are talking. I mean, I don't talk podcast too, but I, I don't try to spread rumors. I, I, if it's a rumor, I say it's a rumor. I say my opinions, but you know, you know, the, 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 the retirement talk talks are happening. I don't like to believe anything until I actually hear a player say something. 
Now, um, a couple of the key players I want to talk about. Fletcher Cox. All right, I forgot to do my homework on him. <laughs> I, I forgot to do my homework on him. But I don't think there's any retirement talk yet with him. Um, otherwise, we would have heard something already. Lane Johnson. Um, yeah, he's another one. Lane Johnson said, uh, what did he say? I don't think he said anything. Oh, here we go. I didn't do my homework on him too. But what I heard was that he has another couple of years to go. So I'm not quoting any, anybody with that one, but that's what I heard. He has another couple of years to go. So it's possible he's coming back. You know what? This is going to bother me. I'm going to... I'm going to look it up right now. Let me see. Actually, while I do this, I'm going to look up Fletcher Cox. All right. As of one hour ago, the Inquirer says Fletcher has hasn't decided on his, he hasn't decided on his future yet that's what the inquirer says so I'll I'll believe it all right so Lane Johnson uh da, 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 da. It doesn't look like anything as of today popped up for Lane um what I'm seeing is something from yesterday. Let me see if I can find the... Okay, so it looks like Lane said uh, playoffs law, playoff loss was embarrassing. Where did this come from? All right. It's embarrassing. Okay, this is what... Uh, Fox News, not Fox 29, but Fox News reported. Uh, I'm guessing this was from probably a, either interview or a conference. It's embarrassing when you start 10 and 1 and lose 6 of 7. He told reporters on Tuesday, we had six weeks to tell you how we were going to fix it. We didn't do shit. It's the first time I've ever been in this kind of position. I never want to be in this position again. All right. Uh, let me see. What about his future? That's what I want to know. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yep, all right. So what I said was is kind of right. Johnson said he believes he has a few good years left in him when healthy. Johnson has been a mainstay. Okay, whatever. All right, so yeah. So what I said is something that he said. He has a few, few years left in him. All right. So that's good. So we should get Lane back as long as everything goes well, contract-wise. Cool. 
I don't know what his contract looks like. Now let's talk about BG, Brandon Graham. Yes. All right. So he says that he's out. He's retiring. He's going bye-bye. No, I'm kidding. I'm definitely kidding. <laughs> no, he says that um, he would like a, he would like one more year at least. Um, you know, everything has to go right. You know, he's talking positive about uh, coming back next season and going after that Super Bowl ring again. Um, he wants uh, he wants his last uh, his last tour. You know, it's a tour. Uh, yeah, his retirement tour next season. You know, he loves the city. He's looking to. He's looking to come back. He wants to come back. I'm guessing if the numbers are right, he'll come back. I don't really think that would be an issue. I'm pretty sure the Eagles would let him come back, and then you know we'd look forward to uh, his retirement all season. And um, it, it sounds like that's what he wants to do. He 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 doesn't want to retire yet. He he wants at least to go one more season, and probably I don't know decide from there. That's my opinion. He, he wants he wants to at least have one more one more shot and see how he feels at the end of the, of uh, next season. Maybe that, that will help him determine what he wants to do, but I'm all for it. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all for it. I want to see one more year at one more year of Brandon Graham. Um, uh, my girlfriend, Laura, pretty much uh, pretty sure she wants to see him again. One more year. She's a big fan of his. Yeah, drink to that. I definitely want to see him back, though. He's a great leader, great character, great personality. I love hearing him talking on the radio. You know, he, he just just hearing him as as uh, as the leader and, and the person that he is that he he presents himself as is you know is a hardy a hardy person. If I'm saying that right, um, I, I definitely want to see him back. Don't you know? We that's one of those players that we don't want to lose out of the bunch. Um, you know, which which looks like, uh, you know, which is you know looking pretty pretty good right now. To you know, if we keep him, you know, these next uh, this next season or two. Is very crucial. Could be very crucial for a lot of reasons. Also because of uh, one more man I wanted to talk about. Jason Kelsey. So uh, at the end of this game, you know, seeing his emotions coming out, um, seeing him hug uh uh, the offensive line uh, coach. Oh, man, I forgot his name. Oh, bad, bad, Daniel, bad. Forgot his name. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's going to bother me. It don't matter. I mean, to me right now, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, he, he, you know, Jason looked very emotional, and then there was a, a, 
It's a report. And this is what I'm talking about earlier when I said I don't like spreading rumors. I don't like to believe them until people, uh, players actually say it themselves. There's a report out there saying that Jason said in the locker room that he has, that he's retiring, that he's done, he's retired. And I've heard some things, even before this, I've heard some things. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to, I'm hearing it, but I want to hear him say it. I want to hear him say it because, you know, that's, that's what kind of matters is you got to, got to hear it from the man. You know, how many times did we hear Tom Brady that he was going to retire? And then this man, this man comes back. I think we heard last season the same thing about oh, about Jason retiring. He came back. Um, but I, I know like this year was like a lot more dramatic with it. You know, Jason has the podcast. He's got uh, you know, the the documentary came out. Um, you know, and there was a lot of things just setting it up for this to be his his last hoorah. I really just said the word hoorah. Hurrah. Whatever that word is. I don't know. But yeah, this there was a lot of things this season that's that set him up for the retirement. And after this game, word came out saying that he's told players that he was retiring. And then it just like it went everywhere. So maybe he said something like that. We don't know. But that was a a rumor. I didn't really believe it. Maybe he did say it. I don't know. Uh, I was listening to his podcast today, and you, usually the first thing I listen to is WIP, obviously, because I mention them all, almost every single show of mine. And... I didn't go to them because I didn't want to hear the rumors. I didn't want to hear all that shit first. I just wanted to hear the podcast, the New Heights podcast, um, which comes out every Wednesday. And I wanted to see what he had to say. I'm pretty, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to mention something. And he did. Jason actually said that he, that, he, that he's aware of what people were saying, what the reports were. Um, he's like, I'm, uh, he basically said something like he didn't say, he didn't say that. And it would be very premature to say something like that because of emotions and how, how everyone is feeling at the time after a loss like that or after a game like that. And he's like, that's, that's just not a time. It's just not a time and a place to make that type of decision because of high emotions. So it sounds like, to me, it sounded like that uh, he really didn't make that decision at the time, or maybe he somewhat said something and then someone just blew it out of proportion, which does happen. And and he probably heard the word and he's just like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That's not what I said." So he's not. He probably either remembers the conversation or whatever he said, and uh, that was not it. Or maybe he did say it, and he's just trying to set up something else because on his podcast he said that there's something about there being a time and a place for that decision. He hasn't come up with a decision yet. 
and uh, I believe I heard sometime tonight that that he's probably going to be going to be watching uh, Travis playing the playing the playoffs, um, and he might. My opinion, he might make his decision. He might announce his decision either on this podcast or uh, or on a conference or something. Because also on his podcast, he says that he wants to also uh, make time. He wants to do it. He wants to do stuff, something like that, uh, the appropriate way. And he wants to, how do you put it? See, I don't know exactly how he said it, but just listen to his podcast. (laughs) Because he was talking about how he was a... Um, it's basically like say thank you to certain people for you know his career. He wanted to just make sure that that they know. I I really think that that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to set up a retirement speech. I I think he is retiring. As much as I really don't want him to this year, I want him to go at least one year, two years. Um, but I really think he is retiring. I, and I think he's trying to set up the, the correct time to do it. He wants, he probably wants to, um, set up a whole speech and who he's going to mention in the speech. He seems like he's that type of guy too. Cheers. I forgot to do that earlier. <laughs> I forgot to say cheers before I drank. But cheers to Jason, though. That's why actually why I did cheers just now. You know, cheers to Jason for how he's possibly trying to set this up and how he has a, really addressed it. So officially, it has not been officially announced yet that he's retiring. He said it himself. Uh, You know, the time will come when the time comes. We'll hear it when it's official. I I saw on on media and news outlets and, you know, saying Jason Kelsey retiring or retires. It's like, no, 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 no. He did not say it yet. It's not official. He didn't do it yet. So leave that man alone. Another man to leave alone. Last thing I want to talk about tonight, as I'm going on 15, uh, 59 minutes right now. So close to that one. I want to talk about the Nick Sirianni situation. Now, as of as of right now, let me see what if there if anything came out. Ever since, and I highly doubt anything did. Do, 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 do. All right. All right. So nothing came out ever since I started this podcast. So Nick Sirianni was meeting with Jeffrey Lurie today. And, you know, it, it, from what I saw, it looked like a lot of, uh, you know, some players, uh, some players, 
you know, backed him up, backed up Nick. Who was it? I just want to see who that was because I just saw it. Um, I'm looking at the wrong stuff. Uh, yeah, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey passionately defend Nick Sirianni as head coach. Fletcher says he's a winner. Okay. It's not everything I wanted to see. And, you know, Jalen also saying stuff, stuff like, I don't know if he was going anywhere because he heard, he heard a rumor. Someone tells me Jalen doesn't go on social media and listen to radio and listen to all the bullshit. And yes, I just defended Jalen. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Nick Sirianni a lot. I'm going to defend Nick Sirianni. I have stats in front of me. I don't know where to start with this, but, you know, I I don't know where to where to. Start start where to begin this whole thing because honestly we all like Nick Sirianni up until after the Niners game right which made no sense to me um I liked Nick you know he you know Nick being so verbal and and pretty much very uh uh animated every game for the last three seasons you know has been a uh, uh everyone's saying that oh he's so philly he fits philly i loved yeah i loved him myself i, I did but then when at the 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 moment things went sour and, and and turned around and i just ate my microphone moment things went the other way, the other direction. All of a sudden, everyone's like, fire Nick, fire Nick. I'm over here like, like, what happened? I thought you liked him last season. I thought you liked him the season before that. Like, Well, not really the season before that because he was still fresh and new. But like last season, it was like, oh, he's great. Jalen Hurts is great. Same thing with this season. This season. He's great. Jalen's great. The moment the the they actually started losing, things started going bad. You know, it, it's it's like the everything just you know just went. Everybody's opinion just changed. Like like really, like so you're saying that like. Our coaches cannot, or you're saying a, a head coach cannot have like a little slump. And yes, it happened at the worst time of the year, worst time of the season. But that shit happens. I didn't. I'm. I'm not losing faith in Nick. The thing is, when I'm when I'm looking at the entire, I was looking at the entire season. You know, we barely won the games that we won. When we compare, and I, I've heard people say, "Don't compare last season to last season to the season." No, fuck that, fuck that. I'm gonna say it one more time. Fuck that. Uh, 
Nick in his first season with the with the Eagles, he helped bring us to the playoffs. Ironically, we lost to the Bucks in the wild card game. <laughs> but he but he helped bring us there. Um it was his first year as a head coach. You know, it's it's it was it was, it was like okay, we see some confidence here. We we've got uh, we've got. I, I think that was the first time that we've had a. Uh, 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 let me see. I'm not thinking straight right now. I'm mentally exhausted right now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, his first his first season. Yeah, Nick Sirianni's first season with us. He he brought us to the playoffs. That that was his first that was his first season. Um, in twenty twenty one. Uh, right after Doug Peterson. <laughs> he wasn't like the best when we, when we started, but. We ended the season uh, nine and eight. Uh, we ended the season nine and eight, second in the NFC East. Uh, we lost to the Bucks in the wild card game, just like, <laughs> just like this season. But the thing is, we saw that Nick was there was something there was something there. At least I saw there was something there. I'm like, all right, you know what? We didn't completely fail. We we started that season pretty bad. Uh, Two, I think it's on here. It was like two and because I know it, it. Two and five. Yeah, yeah. We started the season uh, two and five, and then it turned around. It turned around a lot. Like it, it was like you know, there's just like this wake up where, where you know, the Eagles just like woke up and changed changed everything and and got to where we needed to go. Um. But that happened, and then, you know, and then they started stacking up. You know, we we got we got a uh, Devonte Smith the next season. We got um, AJ Brown. I almost forgot his name. Wow, you know, we got another one. Issues. Um, we we've got AJ Brown. Um, who who else did we get? I don't even remember who else we got last year. But we started stacking up. We stacked up. You know, we had we had a uh, uh, John Jonathan Gannon as our defensive coordinator. We had a uh, Shane uh, Steichen as our offensive coordinator, which th- they already knew Nick. They worked with him before, and then things were going very well last season. I don't want to hear that we had an easy schedule. Again, I always say this again. Fuck that. Eagles did what they had to do with who they had and with the games they had. We won games that we were supposed to win. Unlike this season. Very different, right? Very different. We ended the season last season 14-3. Nick brought us to the Super Bowl with the coordinators that he had. 
apparently Jonathan Gannon didn't care after he had his interview with the Cardinals. The only reason why we lost that Super Bowl, we could have won that Super Bowl. I could have had another Super Bowl flag hanging up over here, another ring over here. I mean, I still could technically get the uh, NFC Championship ring because I do have uh, the 04 one over there, but irrelevant. Um, only reason why we lost last year was because our defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, didn't change shit. He didn't adjust anything. He didn't. Not Nick. That was Jonathan Gannon's responsibility to change something in that defense, and he did not. We were going to win that game, but he did not adjust anything. He, it, It's like the Eagles just went into halftime thinking, oh, Pat Mahomes is broken. We're not going to change a damn thing. Gannon's thoughts were, you know what, whatever. I'm just going to become a head coach. Money, money, money. Head coach. He was thinking he was thinking that head coach job and money over a, a Super Bowl win for the team he was currently playing playing with. Could have been nice on a, a resume, right? I mean, where the fuck is he now? Not in the playoffs. He didn't even make the playoffs. What a fucking bum. The bum that beat us. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Um but yeah, the only reason why Nick lost the Super Bowl is because Jonathan Gannon. And then this season happens, we're doing great, and we're all praising, everyone's praising uh, fucking Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni. The moment things are going south, most people are pointing fingers at Nick Sirianni and, uh, uh, and Jalen. But it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The coordinators. Big difference between last year and this year. Big difference. Different big uh, game plans here. Yes, Nick Sirianni is the head coach, but there's some things he can control, and there's some things he can't control. I'm hearing a lot of questions and a lot of people saying, well, what does Nick do if he doesn't do anything, if he doesn't call the plays? Wait. Well, you weren't questioning him for the last year or two years. You weren't questioning him when we went into that Super Bowl. As soon as we lost the Super Bowl, everyone's like, oh, it was Jonathan Gannon's fault. We know that's not Nick. Well, what about now? What about the whole, the, all the issues now? It's the same thing with the coordinators. Nick, what I believe, you know, we don't know what he does. If he's not calling the plays, we really don't know what, his, what, what Jeffrey Laurie and Howie Roseman hired him for. But obviously there's a purpose of why he's there. The purpose has to be something along the lines of uh, an overseer, a uh, man that makes sure that everything is put together correctly. I'm not talking about like, you know, the play calling stuff. I'm talking about make sure that, you know, everything is is a, a I don't I don't know how to how to say this. He's like the boss of the boss, pretty much. 
like the coordinators is what's running everything, but he's making sure the jobs are their jobs that they're doing their jobs. Um, I don't know if that makes sense to some people. I don't know. I, in my mind, it sounds right. Um, I, 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 I think that he does things. Obviously he does things that we don't know. Like I'm hearing, uh, again, me listening to WIP people saying, what does he do? Why is he keeping, why, why is Jeffrey Lurie keeping him? And I'm sitting there, I'm agreeing with I Greece where it's like, well, he's there for a reason. There's a reason why fire him. You know, it's, it's worked last year. You guys weren't saying the shit last year. You guys weren't saying it when we were winning. Now, since we're losing, now it's fire Nick Sirianni. You're like, really? Give him the man one more year. So here's here's what I have. And I see where, where I'm at with the show right now. We're at a, just over an hour and 13. Um, Nick is a winning coach. He has a record. And this is pretty much normal. This is normal for for postseason. You know, he's th- he's three years in. He's made the damn playoffs all three years. He's a winning head coach, whether he calls plays or not. I don't care. He does this in whatever way that he's hired to do. He's two and three in the postseason. He's won two. He's lost three. I was pretty quiet there for a minute. <laughs> um, so I'm reading this, the, the next stat here. 2021, 9 and 8. 20, uh, 2022, last year, 14 and 3. Winning record. Winning record last season. I mean, not that much. 9 and 8, but it's a winning record. He was fresh. He was a He was brand new. He went from being a co- an offensive coordinator to a head coach for a team that was coming from a disastrous season prior to that. He turned them around 14 to three, went to the fucking Super Bowl. Do you remember the 2020 Eagles? Do you remember how awful that team was? How crazy and, and depressed everybody was the whole Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz situation. Like both of them, Carson was let go. Peterson was fired. Like that, nothing was working. Like I believe the Eagles only had four wins that season. I think I don't know. It was the worst season I've seen in years. Hired Nick Sirianni. He still had just about the same team. He was trying, you know, get things to work better. Nine and eight. Went to the playoffs. Next season, he had more things happen. A lot more stuff happened. 14-3, and three, went to the Super Bowl. This season, things got a little shaky because of why? Different coordinators. New coordinators. They tried something different. They tried something new. Guess what? Their record was still 11-6 and six, no matter how you looked at it, no matter what. December was bad. 
yes, December was bad. They they lost in the in the wild card game against the Bucks again. Go figure. But overall, Nick's third 34. His, his regular season overall record is 34 and 17. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> I gotta admit it. Like that is amazing. That's that's a great record for a head coach. Why fire him? I I don't get it. He had a he had a bad December at the worst time of the season. Bad December, but it's the coordinators. I'm telling you, it's 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 the coordinators. And for the last few weeks, I'm like, you know what? Everyone's asking the question of you know fire Nick Sirianni. I don't know. My my belief was was don't don't fire Nick Sirianni. Let him come up with a plan. Let him come up with an offensive coordinator plan and with a defensive coordinator plan. Um, pitch his idea for what he wants to do next season. If and if Jeffrey Lurie and Harry Roseman likes the idea, they can go with it. Keep him. If they don't like the idea, okay, nigga, we're going to have to let you go. This is not in our plans. That's what I keep saying. And guess what? The reports come out today after Nick Sirianni had a meeting with Jeffrey Lurie, and the meeting was. The outcome, uh, from what I've heard, was that it's just, I, this is so funny because I feel like sometimes some of the things I say actually does end up happening. Even with like the, the, the scores in the past that I've uh, that I predicted, it's pretty close. But um, what I said they should do with Nick actually happened. <laughs> He did not even see that coming. Don't uh so it looks like he's not gonna go anywhere. It looks like that they that Jeffrey Lurie was looking for his plan on at least a new defensive coordinator plan. Um and what uh what uh to do with next year. Um that's what I what I heard of uh so far. Uh, and and it makes more it makes more sense. Don't do not get rid of a a winning coach that's that's brought you to the playoffs every single season. It just it doesn't make any sense. Like like I said, it, he had a rough he had a a rough December. It probably was beyond his control of what was happening. Sadly, um, it sounds like some of the players back him. I don't know the Jalen Hurts situation. Um, and I know Brian Johnson knew Jalen since Jalen was born. You know, that might be a thing going sour. They can't get rid of Jalen, though. Jalen, uh, I think, has a no-trade clause. Um, and I say that because, you know, he there there's no option there. We keep Jalen. So whatever happens in the future, Jalen is going to have to adapt to it. He has money coming. He hasn't gotten paid yet. He has a contract that goes in effect after his rookie contract is up. So the man hasn't even gotten his money yet. <laughs> but that's how uh that's how we know that uh you know Jalen's gotta he's gotta get it together. Um whatever the situation was this year, he's gotta overcome it. Um I really think, you know, besides the whole finger uh issue where his finger was uh pretty much looking like the letter s 
<laughs> oh my god, that thing was looking awful. Um, and besides that issue, I I really I really think he was going through issues with his with his knee. Still, he would deny it, but he was not running like he used to. Yeah, I think he was still going through the knee issues and just not trying to mess it up anymore. So you know, he. I, re- I really think he's going to be back to normal next season as as long as he gets the rest that he needs, as long as he's, his knee gets better. Um, we still don't know what that issue was. He's had this knee issue all season. We don't know what it was. So I'm hoping maybe it does get better. <laughs> Whatever it was, I don't know. I don't want to hear, oh, well, he said it's better. I don't, I don't even believe that. Of course, of course he's going to say that it's better. Of course he's going to say that. He, he, hasn't wanted, he hasn't wanted that to be a distraction all season. Anytime he was asked a question about it, he just pretty much brushed, the, brushed it off. Like, yes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, what is really going on there? Like, what if that is the main issue? What if he's... What if he's what if he has a really bad knee? What if he has this issue with his knee that's not going to go away? That'd be just terrible. Um, but overall, you know, leave Nick Sirianni alone. He's most likely going to come back. They're going to give him the uh, new offense. He's going to have new offense coordinators to work with. We're going to see how next year goes. We're going to see who retires, who stays. Um, and we're going to look forward to, uh, you know, this off season, you know, we still have the Super Bowl coming up in a few weeks. I'm going to see this divisional round and maybe next week I'll talk about the divisional round. I don't know. I, I, I really don't want to follow anymore. <laughs> I don't want to follow the, the divisional round. I don't want to follow the championship round. I, I know I'll probably talk a little bit about it, but it's not our Eagles. Um, yeah, God. I just can't believe it's over like this. So, <laughs> next week, what I do plan on talking about next week is any... I want to talk about... Uh, all the outcomes for, uh, you know, what, what the retirement outcomes, if anything came out, um, any, any Eagles news that that's out there, the drama, the obvious stuff, I'll, I'll say what is a rumor and let's say what's not a rumor. Uh, what I really want to do, and I'm going to bring this back to what I said in the beginning of the show. I really want to bring up um, a new segment all about a local Philly area small businesses. I think it's a good idea, though. So, you know, the Philly area small businesses. Um, May probably like nah. I was gonna say the tri-state, not the tri-state area, just like Philly. There's a lot of stuff out there. It'd be nice to talk about. Nice to try things. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to get the idea. Like I, I haven't for the last week. I haven't been able to actually dig into this idea. 
but it would be nice, you know, to to see what this uh, what my how how well my thoughts are with this. All right, where am I at with this beer? One more sip. Here we go. I'm gonna do it with this one more sip right here. My stainless steel cubes. I love it. Beer's done. That's what I should do from now on. Drink the entire beer during the show. That one. Maybe if I, if I want to get really, uh, really into it, I drink two. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, that's all I got for, that's all I got for this week. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I wanna I wanna talk about a, a Philly thing, a Philly, a certain uh, Philly. I can't even talk right now. Philly uh, small businesses. You know, I have a featured small business uh, every show. Have a new one, kind of like my beer. Like this is the new beer of the week, and this is the Philly business of the week. Or Philly area business of the week. I don't know. I, I might come up with a name for that segment just to just to get it all set up and say this is this is that, um, which would would be pretty cool. Um, and you know, future show, future show uh, uh, co-hosts. You know, I'm searching, I'm searching for uh, future co-hosts that could come up, uh, t- that could be on my show once a week. If you're interested, please shoot me an email. Shoot me a message on 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 the YouTube of that uh, the Phillies nest the Phil the Phillies the fans nest. Um, go to the Facebook page. Same thing. The fans nest. Shoot me an email. The fans nest at gmail.com. Say that you want to be a guest on the show, and I'd be all right. I'd be cool with it. Most likely, as long as you're. Uh, an Eagles fan. I mean, even if you're honestly, if you're a Dallas fan and you want to talk, you want to come on the show and talk some shit, go ahead. I don't care. As long as we got a conversation going. If you're uh strongly into sports, and you want to talk about sports, then let's go. Educate me. Come on the show. I don't care. I don't care who you are. As long as you have something to say about the Eagles and some sports, then give it to me. Um I prefer the email the fans nest at gmail.com. Um, and as always, you could always, uh, if you don't want to be a guest, you're too shy. Uh, by the way, if you do want to be a guest, you don't have to be on camera. You could always be audio. That's fine too. That's fine. Just have your voice. I'll tell you how to do it. Um, and also if you don't want to be a guest and you just want to chat with me, you could do that live on the show on YouTube. Uh, YouTube at the Fans Nest. You could just chat on there in the in the comment section. Uh, say something. I reply live. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. I just told you where to, to where to listen and watch. Oh, listen! I forgot to say this earlier. You could listen to this podcast anywhere you hear podcasts. So I'm talking about. Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, I think. Yeah, Spotify. I kind of lost track. 
of where I'm at now. Anywhere you get a podcast, not just the three I just mentioned, anywhere you could get a podcast, you could find this show, The Fan's Nest. Just find it, and you'll find, and and you'll see. All right. So that's what I got for today. I'm not going to drag this out because I already did. And yeah, just listen next week. I'm live every single Wednesday here on YouTube at the Fans Nest. You could join in, join in the conversation, spread the word, hit the like, hit the notification, do whatever you got to do just so you get a, uh, a, a little notification on your phone that I'm going live every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So then I'll see you next week or talk to you next week. Uh, Go birds, fly eagles fly. See ya.